put knowledge to work. University of Illinois Extension. Welcome to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Waisner. With me is Dwayne Friend. Welcome back, Dwayne. Good afternoon, Bill. Say, we're going to talk about how we can save ourselves some money. And um, the way we're going to save ourselves some money is with... Um, Compact fluorescent lights. Now, you notice I said that kind of carefully. And you did a good job, though. That well, was great. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I took some amount of practice, and uh, I expect you to say it several times during this podcast, too. <laughs> I think I'll just say CFLs. Oh, well, that, it's kind of cheating, but we, we will let you. Uh, Why don't you start by telling us what a CFL, or compact fluorescent light, is? Well, with a compact fluorescent light, what you're looking at is, you know, with what we've had uh, for fluorescent lights, uh, for most everybody, they're familiar with the, the long tubes that we see in a lot of offices and buildings and things like that, that, that are the fluorescent lights that we're used to. Compact fluorescent lights are just that. They're, they're putting that fluorescent tube into a much smaller package and they've developed it so that you can use it in screw-in light bulbs, which uh, are going to be replacing the regular incandescent lights uh, that we have in most fixtures today. Mm -hmm. And do they cost about the same as the incandescent that we're used to? or If someone hasn't looked at the price of CFLs lately, uh, they would probably be pleasantly surprised. A few years ago, the prices of CFLs uh, were pretty high, but they have come down tremendously in the last few years. And while some of them might be just a little bit higher than regular incandescent lights, uh, they're getting pretty close to being actually comparable to uh, to regular light bulbs. Very good. And uh, my understanding is that it saves some amount of money on energy as well. Overall, if you're looking at a standard uh, comparison between a compact fluorescent light bulb and an incandescent light, over the lifetime of that compact fluorescent light bulb, you'll save, on average, about $30. And that comes from two places. That comes from the energy uh, savings from it, because you're using less energy. You're putting out the same amount of light, but you're using less wattage. Uh, and the overall length or lifetime of that compact fluorescent light is much longer than what a regular incandescent bulb will be. So that's where the the two savings come into play, and that's where you average about $30 per light bulb savings. So now that's one of the things that tends to confuse me because we always, you know, size incandescent bulbs based on wattage. In other words, how much energy it consumes. But now since we're dealing with something that uses less energy to produce presumably the same amount of light, how do you size them? How do you decide, well, this is the right one versus this one? The main factor in terms of brightness is looking at something called lumens. And lumens measures light output, uh, whereas watts measure energy use. Uh, so, for example, if you've got a 100-watt 100 100 incandescent bulb, it may provide around uh, 1,700 lumens and, and uses that 100 watts of energy. Uh, on the other hand, a CFL uh, may put out the same amount of lumens but it'll only use 26 to 28 watts. So, uh, and, and that lumen value is uh, found on every bulb that you purchase. So you can see how much uh, brightness is involved with each light bulb that you purchase. I see. And so what you need to do is look at the number of lumens on your current incandescent, 
or look it up online, I, I would presume. And then based on that, you can say, oh, well, I need um, an, a CFL that measures the same amount of lumens and go out and buy that, that same amount. That's right. And, and of course, the, when uh, you see a, a lot of CFLs, they'll talk about what kind of wattage incandescent light they're replacing. Uh, a lot of times you'll see a CFL that says it's replacing uh, you know, a 100-watt incandescent light or a 60-watt incandescent light. Uh, but then you'll see that the wattage used for those CFLs are much lower than what the incandescent is using. Now, what about the type of light? You hear some people say, oh, it's harsher or it's softer. Do you notice any difference in the quality of light? Uh, well, there's actually two things that come into play when you're looking at uh, incandescent uh, lights or CFLs, uh, particularly with CFLs. The two factors involved with this is uh, something called the color rendering index and the color correlate. See, now I'm messing that up. Uh, the color correlated temperature, and, and that affects how harsh the light is. Now, the color rendering index, or the CRI, measures the perceived color under artificial light. This is a two-digit number. It's measured on a scale from 0 to 100. And the higher the number, the more natural an object is going to appear. Incandescent bulbs usually measure around 95 or above on this uh, color rendering index. Uh, the older fluorescent lights weren't quite that good, but the newer ones on the market today are getting very close. Uh, to that value. And typically, if you can find one that has a color rendering index of 80 or above, it's pretty acceptable for, for most use. The other value, called the color correlated temperature, is measuring basically how warm the light is. Uh, and this is a four-digit number. Uh, and typically, most uh, standard incandescent light bulbs would have a value somewhere around 2800. The thing to know with this one is the lower the CCC or the CCT value is, the warmer the light is. Uh, many fluorescents have the, a CCT value of around 3000 and can provide about the same uh, type of warm light that an incandescent bulb produces. And there's actually, if, you can, if you're not really sure what that light is going to look at, uh, a lot of stores are actually showing the different types of uh, compact fluorescent lights, uh, comparing one to the other and, and showing what areas of the house they work best in. Uh, and if you're not really sure, if you haven't com purchased a compact fluorescent light bulb before, uh, I would ask uh, a store if they if you could compare one to the other so that you can get a good idea of, of what light's going to work best for the particular area that you're going to put it in. So how do, <clears throat> we've talked about the uh, the color temperature and we've talked about cost. Um, anything else that we should be looking for when we're trying to decide which bulb to uh, to go? Well, a couple of other things to think about. If you need that light to come on instantly, there are CFLs that do have the instant on capability. Uh, others may take a minute or two for them to get up to their full brightness. If you need that instant-on capability, you can find that in some CFLs. They're probably not going to last quite as long as what a, a standard CFL would, but if you need that instant-on capability, they have those available. The other thing you need to check also is, particularly for like floodlights uh, or recessed lighting, make sure that that uh, uh, floodlight or any particular type of CFL uh, 
is going to be set up to work in the, uh, the area that you're going to put it. Not all compact fluorescent lights, for example, can work well in recessed lighting, so you need to make sure that they're capable of that. Also, if you have lights, uh, CF, uh, places where you're going to replace incandescents with CFLs and those lights are on a dimmer switch, you need to make sure that those CFLs have that dimmable capability. Not all CFLs have that capability either, but they do have those out on the market now. Nice. So once you've bought them and as eventually they'll burn out, do you dispose of them the same way we do with an incandescent or are there other procedures we need to go through? You can do that. It is allowable to, to put them in the trash. It's usually uh, recommended that you put them in a plastic bag uh, to place them in the trash, but it's really recommended to take them somewhere where they can be recycled. A lot of um, hardware stores, for example, uh, do uh, have programs where they're taking uh, CFLs, recycling them. Uh, one of the main concerns that you would have uh, in a CFL is if you break one, uh, because they do contain very small amounts of mercury in them, so it's not just a matter of vacuuming that material up. You definitely don't want to vacuum up uh, that material into a, a vacuum. Uh, if, if you are concerned about something like that or if you do break one, uh, there is information on the uh, US EPA website on procedures for doing that. It doesn't have to be, a, you know, you don't have to have a hazmat team to come in. And do it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> but, that's good to know. Good, well, good and there, know. There, ha there was, uh, I heard, did hear of one situation where uh, uh, there, some folks did go a little bit overboard on something like that. And it's, it's not necessary to do that. One of the basic recommendations is if a CFL breaks, uh, really any fluorescent light that breaks, uh, open up the windows, let it air out for about um, 15 or 20 minutes because that mercury will volatilize. Uh, let the room air out and then, um, you know, gather that material together and place it into a plastic bag and then you can dispose of it that way. Very good. Anything else we need to know about CFLs? Uh, well, just know that uh, federal legislation is in place that we are, are phasing out incandescent lights. Uh, and I shouldn't say we, but it's it's the federal government that's uh, through their uh, 2007 Energy Act uh, has increased the uh, or mandated the requirements for energy efficiency of of light bulbs. Uh, so the uh, the the incandescent light is going by the wayside, and this is actually going to start in the beginning of 2012 uh, with 100 watt bulbs. Those are going to be going out of existence in that year, and the the phase out will end with the 40 watt bulb in 2014. So uh, one of my basic suggestions, and you, you folks may have heard of this from other areas, is you know, to go ahead and start on that. You don't have to go out and, and do a wholesale change. But as uh, your incandescents go out, particularly on the ones that you use the most, I would replace you know, the top five or six areas where you use the incandescent lights uh, with CFLs and start that way with it and just uh, keep working your way throughout the house. Good advice. The other thing we did was um, the ones that are hardest to get to. So uh, if you've got a real tall room um, and these are um, some of the, the bulbs are way up high, it's nice not to have to change some of those real high up uh, bulbs. And by replacing them with uh, CFLs, you have them to replace fewer times. That's right. Uh, one other quick thing I would mention is... Um if you are going to put a CFL in an area where you're turning it on and off frequently and not leaving it on very long, uh, that will have a tendency to shorten the, the overall lifetime of a CFL. 
And if it's in an area where you know you're going to be going in and out of every maybe 5 or 10 or 15 minutes, it would actually probably be better to leave that CFL on uh, because uh, otherwise you're going to be shortening the overall life of the bulb. Oh, good advice. Well, for another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Weissner and Dwayne Friend. Thank you.